You're listening to the Leadership Jam Session Podcast, the place where you'll get to hear leaders at all levels of management share their practical solutions to the management challenge you face every day. So let's get ready to jam. I'm your host, Rob Fonte. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Leadership Jam Session. Today's guest is Dr. Philip Agrios, who is an international personal and business consultant, best-selling author, and speaker who teaches his clients how to stop sabotaging themselves and how to get out of their own way so they can have more freedom. His discovery, based on his best-selling book, Life's One Law, Nature's Six-Step Blueprint for Repeatable Success, allows people to quickly and precisely pinpoint some of the roadblocks that surround their business and personal life. In today's discussion, we'll also try to focus on how this might impact us as leaders when it comes to managing people. Dr. Agrios, welcome to the Jam Session. Thanks, Rob, so much. Uh, appreciate the opportunity uh, to speak with you. I'm looking forward to today's discussion. So are you ready to jam? I'm always ready, man. <laughs> All right. So so before we jump into your some of your concepts here, which is uh, which definitely fascinates me, just a little bit about your journey. So you were a practicing physician. Is that correct? Yes. I, my um, background was a chiropractor and a functional medicine practitioner. I used to treat thyroid and autoimmune, the sick of the sickest. How I shifted coming from doctor to uh, a more of a uh, high performance specialist was that um, my patients were really seeing high results. And it wasn't just only putting them on supplements and you know changing their diet. I was showing them how they were actually protecting themselves from health, that the actual disease state was more comfortable subconsciously than actually doing what they needed to do to become healthy. And when I started realizing that we were getting really good results, but my business owners who were patients were also making major breakthroughs in their business. And I never thought about using this discovery that I had uh, to businesses. And when I started utilizing that and seeing the results, I wrote my book. And then from there, I shifted uh, my practice. And now I work with uh, executives and business owners all around the world. So it's, it's been an interesting experience. Wow, that is fascinating. So maybe you could walk us through a little bit about your, your concept and give us an overview of what it means and, and how it helps leaders and, or whoever. I, was, I remember one day, I, um, I, I didn't really sleep well. You know, the dead silence, you know, it was pitch dark. I said, you know, let me go to my, uh, to my study. So I go to my study and I'm looking around at my desk and I find my old goals from five years prior. You ever have that, right? You see those, right? And I was like really excited and I sat up and I started reading them and I was like, seriously, I didn't reach one goal. I was like, what? I uh, listened to all the best, best gurus out there, right? I was, uh, you know, had all their cassette tapes, right? You know, that's how far back we're going. Remember, remember cassette tapes, right? <laughs> yes, this I is do. when internet and Google was not even, you know, was right. even in existence. I mean, I felt really devastated and I actually felt disgusted with myself. And one thing about silence, dead silence, is it makes you go deeper, right? And I was there for a while and I realized that, you know what? There's gotta be something I'm not being taught. You know, why am I doing and listening to these people, but I'm not getting there. So I decided to go look for it. And over a few years of research and going through it, what I was able to discover that we were actually born with a protective trait, right? And I called it the inborn sabotaging trait, not because it undermines us, but it actually protects us from the very success that we seek 
because that success is subconsciously more painful than us changing our ineffective present day behavior. And when I first saw that, I was on my living room floor when I first discovered this and I'm like, this is too simple. There's no way this is as simple because I was looking at this going, you mean this trait is now causing my situations now. And then a few, you know, a few, like an hour later, I, I looked to my left. I was like, wait a minute, everything in my past that didn't go well was due to this trait. And then my future, I said, I can now actually predict my future because when I'm stressed or anything else, I can now know that I'm in a protective st state. And I was like, no way. So my reputation is very important to me. So I went out to try to disprove it. And over thousands of people of all walks in life in 30 years, I could not, uh, I could not disprove it. And what I really discovered was that particular trait is the reason why we're having our blocks. Not because you know I was an idiot, I was a loser because I didn't get my goals. It's not that because you're not enough of this or you're not enough of that. It's because you're just in protection. And when you realize this, a freedom comes over you and realize that I have the potentiality to going from protection to growth because that's all we do. If you really think about that, we protect, we grow, we expand, we contract, we give and take. We're vibrational beings. And once you understand that throughout your life, you go from protection to growth, protection to growth, that's all you're doing. And when I realized that I was able then to become, to find a combination to unlock the inborn sabotage trait, to actually switch it off instantly. And I called it the antidote because the only thing I knew back then that worked hundred percent of the time, and it works hundred percent of the time is a law. And that's why my book is called life from law. Cause I actually discovered a law. And usually I, I joke with people, you know, when you hear somebody say it works 100% of the time, what's the first thing you want to do? Run. There's no way, right? And I did the same thing. Again, I went out and tried to disprove it and I couldn't. And I realized that once you did that antidote and you go into that growth phase, this influence comes over you and, and it penetrates everybody else and they, and they get stimulated and influence, whether or not, you know, you're a manager or you're, you're a business owner or you're a dad or an uncle or whatever, you can now influence other people. And that allows you to create and connect to the transformation that's within you. So you can unleash your own personal and professional power. And I found that that's where the true power lies. So that's kind of a condensed uh -huh. situation of what has happened over those times. And there's a, a few of these inborn sabotage traits. Is that right? Yeah, I found that there's only three. Okay. Okay. And over the 7 billion people, there's only three of them. Hmm. So I actually uh, took your self-assessment. and Oh, cool. Yeah, which was very easy. You know, I went on your website and uh, it was a simple quiz and, and I printed out my results and I have a feeling this mm -hmm. may turn into a therapy session, but that's okay. Let's, <laughs> let's just see where this goes. So I came up with a, what's called a supplier saboteur. Correct. Saboteur is a person who sabotages themselves. That's why I came up with saboteur. Got it. So, and based on what I read here, um, that I am somebody who at times can be taken advantage of. Right, that it's difficult for me to say no. Um, I place more value in in others, helping others than than myself. So I, I mean, it was interesting. I, I did highlight one line here. It's less painful to squash my desires than others because you focus on everybody else. You really don't want to. Um, if I if I may, you know. Okay. So you know, sometimes people feel uncomfortable, and and one, one of the things you got to realize this is that everybody has a sabotaging trait. 
right? Everybody has this. And if I may just go off just one, one, one offset here, is that what I discovered is that when you're in that using your sabotaging trait, you're actually ready to evolve, but you're in, uncomfortable to evolve and grow. So you go into that protection state. And as soon as you use the antidote, it allows you to switch from, uh, from protection to growth that quick, instantly. So when you go into a stressful situation or whether or not you're not handling it well, again, I'm not talking about the 85% of your life that's going great or your business, right? Remember, everybody has to realize that your personal and your business are one. They're not separate, right? People think they are, they aren't. And when you use your sabotaging trait, you affect both at the same time. And then when you use your antidote, both are affected at the same time as well, right? How many times have you worked on your business, you did something, your personal life shifted, or you did something with your personal life and your business shifted. That's how it works. So with yourself, you focus on other people because you rather give than take. You're not, you're, you don't like selfish people. But what happens is, is that you're, you confuse selfishness to self-nourishment, right? That you actually have to replenish you and that your brain's going, no, that's not, I got to get to everybody else because if I actually replenish me, then I got to deal with my own feelings, which you really don't like to do. You don't really go with your gut, but when you do go with your gut, a lot of times it works out. That is true. I would have to right. say that is pretty accurate. So people, when you had to overly give to other people, then you felt better, but it was because of insecurity within yourself. But when you use the antidote to shift that, then you are able to balance that out more effectively because you can go to the other extreme, right? You can go to the extreme where someone has taken advantage of you enough. And you're like, I'm done. All right, forget about it. Get the heck out of my life, whatever the case may be. And then you feel guilty and <laughs> go back and you go give it again. That's so true. Correct? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you can go back and forth. The antidote allows you to go into the middle. So I always tell people, I always talk in ones and tens because I don't know whether or not you're a two or a seven or eight. As long as, you know, if, if you're out between a, uh, you know, four and a half to a five and a half, anything outside of that, you're not as balanced as you need to be. Correct? Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's why by you understanding that, you know, the reason why things are not working out is because two things, I devalued myself and I allowed others to devalue me. I'm a big believer in servient leadership, right? So over the years, I've always prided myself on approaching my people and my teams with the lens of, of seeing it through, I am here for them, right? That's my responsibility mm -hmm. as a leader. I do get my source of energy from that. But what this is suggesting that, is it that I may take that too far at times? Definitely. You don't give boundaries. You know, I tell people, you know, suppliers love with boundaries, you know, you can be, say so you become overly patient with people. So therefore they reject you. Right. But then you get to the point where, you know, you get intolerant and then you reject them and that your brain just freaks out back and forth. So you're constantly in this protection. So you don't grow, you don't evolve. Right. So what happens in that moment is that be patient, but with boundaries. You know, so if, for instance, so a person at uh, Friday, you say, okay, they're going to get this. Uh, let's say your producer <laughs> says, okay, I'm going to get this uh, by Friday and they don't. And you're like, oh, all right, well, I can do it Monday. Okay, Friday, Monday. And all of a sudden, Monday comes along and he, he or she doesn't get it done again. Uh, it's like, well, Friday, see what happens is, so you're, you're becoming overly patient. Now, they hit by Friday, you would go, okay, great, but I need it by Monday. But if Monday comes along, they don't, you got to give them a consequence. Because if not, subconsciously, you're telling them it's okay, that I'm not important enough. This is not as important. Until it gets to a point where you're like, now you're resentful, and now you go after them. 
Well, you're resentful, not to them. You're resentful to yourself that you didn't do it earlier. So when it comes to managing my people and managing teams, that's how it manifests, right? That's how it may hold me back. Um, one hand, it's a, I guess I view it as, as a strength, but maybe it's strength overused or... It's both. It's both. Remember, you know, it's it's good or bad or it just is, right? You know, how many times something was, you were excited that this was going to happen, it was all good, and all of a sudden it turned bad and vice versa. So if it just is that, you know, you want to keep the level of up and down, your, your highs and your lows, more of a sine wave, more like an easy little wave compared to a roller coaster, right? And that's where a lot of people, okay, that's another particular um, sabotaging trait. Now, here's the cool thing. So your managers out there that, that and, your, and your business owners, if you ever have a low performing employee and you're banging your head against the wall going, oh my God, they can be so much better than this, right? Why? What I find is that you're supporting them in the way you think they need to be supported, not in how they really need to be supported, which is really how you need to be supported. So imagine knowing the sabotaging trait and antidote of your employees. We have the three, all three traits. So there's called the director, the supplier, and the communicator. Thus, what that's what all the three traits are. There's a communicator saboteur, a director saboteur, and a supplier saboteur. Director saboteur is persons scattered all over the place. They think they, uh, they, they have to wing it. They don't plan things. They can get 99% done with something and they shift and do something else. And they have so many projects um, uncompleted or they can go to the extreme and get so focused on something that they forget about everything else. And now they create this chaos, which actually stimulates the brain. So the other two traits is what's called the dominant trait. Okay. The dominant trait then there's the mediator trait, and then there is the sabotaging trait. The dominant trait is your go-to. You know, with you, that's your that's your boy, right? You know, when you're in stress, you go through that dominant trait. And a lot of times it really doesn't work out for you, right? The mediator trait is kind of the bridge, and then the sabotaging trait. So let's let's uh, take an, an example that a lot of people understand. Have you ever had a salesperson, especially the managers out there and, and your owners, you have a salesperson that overly talks where they, um, what they do is they focus on, um, they vomit, they, they talk too much. And show right? up and throw up. Right. So what's the first thing that usually you do with that person? You tell them to go get some communication skills, go get a course. I look at them and go, no, they're great communicators. That's their dominant. See, your dominant uh, um, trait is why you're here on earth. So that person loves to connect to people, loves to disconnect things that are not working and then likes to connect it again. So what I do is I look at their sabotaging trait. So if they're, if they're one trait, what happens is, is that the person's overly communicating, right? Now with you, you're not, you're not, you're overly valuing the other person. So do I tell you to shut up? No, I tell you to start valuing you. And immediately your communication skills immediately balances out. Now, those people can actually just disconnect from other people. Why? Because now they're overvalue themselves. You'll go to the other extreme. So then you don't hear from them. You know those <laughs> like, you know, can you talk to me? Whatever happened. So by that, that's why I have I have a sales um, program that I can actually increase uh, sales by 86.2% because of the blueprint that's in my book. You, find, you, you follow the six steps, but the reason why people don't sell 
is because their sabotage traits protecting them. So you might, some that salesperson might be talking to a big CEO, his first time as a big CEO, and they're just, just overly giving. And this person's like, wow, they're all over the place. No, thank you. It seems like I'll be more overwhelmed if I go with you <laughs> than right. I don't go with you, right? Yeah, yeah. So I recently had a, a client who is, was the same way. Actually, it was actually the same. She's a supplier, saboteur, and her dominant was a communicator. Within less than three weeks, her income went up $81,000 because she was realizing she was vomiting. She didn't know what to do, gave her techniques and followed the six step blueprint. And then she was able to now let people talk <laughs> right, and not over and, and not give them all the things that she had. I'm like, you got so much. It's I'm confused. Why would anybody buy from you? So can you see how simple that is? This just happened this morning. I just got an email and I do this all the time. And I think this is where this might emphasize improve your point with me specifically that I got an email this morning from one of my clients, the manager wanted to set some time up for a coaching session. And, and I do a lot with this company, but I don't have with this particular department, I don't necessarily have a, a contract for coaching with them. But of course I just said, sure, let's just set it up and we'll talk. I probably will never go back and bill them or get a contract set because in my mind, she's part of the overall client and she needs help and I'm all in. And I do that a lot. So I give, you know, I probably give a lot more away than I should. Yeah, because here's the thing. You can't overly give, right? You can give them some value, but you, this is not a free. You, you look, you guys out there, you got to realize your time is more important than anything. And if you realize that this is my time, that that's all I have then I can't do this. So you got to pull back. You got to make sure. And it sounds selfish to you. Your brain's freaking out right now going, yeah, but I'm here to serve. Yes, you're here to serve, but you're not, you're not, here's the key. You're not responsible for anybody, even your children and your wife. You're responsible to them. There's only one person you're responsible for, you, because you're the only person you can change. Now, can I change other people? Absolutely, by influencing them, by changing me. I've seen, I've seen, daughter-in-laws change their mother-in-laws by changing just themselves without even having a conversation with their mother-in-law because their energy changed. I'd love to see that happen in my house. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, it, it works beautifully if the person really focuses on that. And what happens is, is that your outside world is the inside world. And you, you hear that, right? Oh, yeah, the outside world's inside world. Woo, 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 oh, woo, woo. It's not woo-woo stuff because I do this uh, every day is that the person that you can't stand that's in your life is the part of you that you can't stand. That person's just showing up to show you. As you're thinking, now, as I think through this, and what I perceive to be the, the value that I bring at times could be actually sabotaging me. Or protecting you. Or protecting so if you. Me. If you shift that, that sabotage to the protection, then it changes differently. See, your sabotaging trait, here's another thing the sabotaging trait does. It brings challenges in your life in order for you to evolve. Because if you, if we, if everything came great to us, easily to us, we would be having a conversation how bored you are. You people out there are listening to this. If you feel that everything should go well in your life, you don't know why you're here. You're here for the contrast. You're here for the adversity. You know, those football fans out there, if you go to a football, you know, let's say you got 50, you're on the 50 yard line, right in the middle, seven rows back. I mean, you got a perfect, perfect view, right? You see all your favorite uh, players. They come on on the field, you're, you're screaming, you can't wait. All of a sudden they line up, drops back, 
bam, 80-yard pass, bam, he's right in, right? And then all of a sudden, uh, they, they get the ball again, and they give the ball to the running back, boom, touchdown, right? But the other team's not on the field. How long are you going to be at that game? When you go past those 350-pound guys and you make a touchdown, how great is that compared to there's nobody there? And that's what life is all about. But you got to realize this. You're also bringing in the 500-pound guys to make it more difficult for you, where you can actually bring the 250-pound guys in because you still feel exhilarated that you overcame something, but it's not as difficult. Life doesn't have to be as difficult. However, if life is really difficult, then that's a huge breakthrough. You're ready to evolve. So when you're going through all this, right, you have to realize that you're ready to do a massive breakthrough. So be excited about it. It's a different concept, isn't it? It's a very different concept. Absolutely. I'm just in protection, man. That's why you can get to a point where you hear all these people just be in the now, just let it roll, you know, be okay, you know, work your butt off, but don't get stressed about it, right? Uh, Do your best. When I decided to launch my business after being working for organizations for 20 plus years, it took me like almost a year to pull the trigger to go off on my own. I I hear you. (laughs) I hear you. (laughs) I was there, man. I fully understand that. Yeah. Because why? Think about that. Why? Now that you know a little glimpse of your sabotage trait, why do you think, if I may put you on the spot, why do you think based on what you've already known? Well, part of it was I didn't feel that uh, I would be successful. There was that fear Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that I didn't bring either enough value or... Right. So, and I, yeah. So there you go. That's, right. You, that's, hear, you hear the words, right? right? I couldn't get just past the fact that, well, I don't know, this might be crazy. Why do I even deserve to be in this space of my own leadership company? You're using supplier saboteur wording. That's why when I talk with clients, I use their wording that subconsciously stimulated to go, oh my God, he really knows me. And now we can shift it really quickly. I mean, when people have like even the first visit with me, they make major breakthroughs and they can, I cannot believe this is what I've been doing. This is all I got to do. And I go, 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 go prove me wrong. Cause I couldn't, <laughs> you know, I can't. And then, you know, a lot of times people don't realize that at the, that person that's in your life is the same actor, different clothing. So no matter all your challenges in your life, all come down to the sabotaging trait. You and I can talk 20 years from now, and I've had this, 20 years from now, and you're going through something you can't deal with, sabotaging trait, boom, all the time. 100%, that's how confident I am. From multi-million dollar uh, CEOs of multi-million dollar companies I've worked with to teenagers, and that's how powerful this is. It actually works on teenagers, right? And with my own children, you know, my, one of my daughters was bullied. Uh, or her, you know, during her school year, had no idea. She never told me that was due to her being a communicator saboteur. Okay. This is, you know, as I'm going through this whole process, when I really found this out, I explained to her, I said, okay, you have a choice here. This is why you brought this in, in order to really start focusing on your antidote. So let's focus on the antidote. And as I, she started to do that, what happened was she then was able to confront her, her, her bullies and was empowered and they backed off and she saw these things. My own wife, who's in corporate uh, in pharmaceuticals, uh, she's a clinical trials manager. She was working for this one company and there was that manager, right? It, and that manager was basically like a teenage, like a schoolgirl who had her click. She would not 
uh, promote my, my wife, right? And I told her, I said, don't blame her. Focus on what's happening. You're not opening up. You're not telling her. You're not showing you their brilliance and your intelligence. As she started to do that, I, she had an opportunity to go talk to 100 people at a lecture, right? She was like, ah. I said, you got to do it. I mean, you're going to do this. You got to do it. And she went up. She would never thought she'd done it. But when she did that, it caused another experience. So now what happened was she got an opportunity to another pharmaceutical company. Now, due to her saboteur, she would have never, and, and she told me this, not that, you know, whatever, but she told me that if she didn't know me, she would have still stayed there. But she, because of knowing the antidote, she was able to go to the next one. She only lasted there for six months because it wasn't a great pharmaceutical company. However, during that, another hedge, uh, 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 headhunter, or now I forget what, <laughs> recruiter, so I'm sorry, going back, that's how I'm going back to the old days, right? Uh, called her and then she went to another one. And now she's at another. She went all the way up the ranks within probably a less than a year to where she should have been, where she should have been promoted in that company and all because of the antidote. So I've seen that in my own people that I, my own personal family, as well as people that I don't know that I've helped. So it, it sounds to, I'm telling you people that you, your audience is listening to this, I know it can't be this simple. And trust me, I fully understand that. So challenge it, challenge it. That's what I say. And if you find that it doesn't work, please, email me at Dr. A at dragrios.com. Please email me. Be happy to talk to you about it. And what's going to happen is, is that <laughs> I've had people that, that way. And I would say a few th different things and I go, oh yeah, it is. See what happens is here's the thing. I can take the entire dictionary and put all three saboteurs, uh, all the words on the saboteur. The reason why is this, if I have the, my two fingers up, there's number two, there is no question it's two. Unless you have brain, something going in your brain, there's no, that, that there's two fingers up, correct? Now, if I say, okay, um, Rob, here's what's happening. You're not, uh, you're not worthy of yourself. You're not worthy doing this and this and this to this particular situation. You go, ah, now, Phil, I don't think that is. And I go, okay, maybe you're not deserving. Maybe you feel really bad about this other person. Yeah, that's it. I just use the synonymous words from worthiness and deserving and all, they're all synonymous. However, worthy didn't resonate to that particular situation, but non-deserving and uh, not feeling good about yourself or other people, those words resonated with you. See the difference? That's where sometimes, a lot of times when people I, uh, that, I, that, that, that hire me to coach them really understand this and they now see this, oh my God, it's the same thing over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. I totally see it. Even in this short conversation we just had in this episode, I see it. I mean, I go back, kind of what you said before also resonated too. It's an evolution, right, of, of growth as well. I mean, I look back now and I sit back and, you know, the voices in your head, it's kind of like they get the best of you. And I sit back now and wonder, why didn't I pull the trigger sooner to go into my- Protection. Right, exactly. Right? But and you had the brilliance, you had the deserving within you. You just did not subcon you did not consciously able to tap into that. And now I see That's it. That's it. Yeah. And it's an evolution, you know. So Right. Yeah. Fascinating. As we're just winding down here, sure. I could see then how this also would benefit managers having that for their employees. Just from yes. the day to day coaching and managing their, their people. Is that fair? Yeah, and the workshop works really, really well to the point that workshop kind of shows them their own 
their trades so they can know what's happening, not only in their business, but also their home, right? Because a more happier employee is more happier employee at work, right? But then I help them show them how, why they don't like each other. Oh, he, she's this, or he's that. The reason why is because they don't understand it on a subconscious level. I've had arguments break out in the workshop and within two to three minutes, they're all laughing because they're like, oh my God, this is exactly what I just did. I do that to my husband. Holy macro, I can't, you know, and then they see that. And then from there, once they understand the business's sabotaging trait, they all see how they're now not growing together and how they can grow. And then we take one or two major problems that they're having, use the new information, and then we follow up and we see some tremendous changes. It's fun. That's the key. It's really fun. Well, I mean, I had a lot of fun just talking through this discussion. It was, oh, was great. very uh, insightful. I appreciate it. And what's the best way for someone to, to reach out to you? Yeah, they can go to my website. Uh, it's Dr. Agrios. It's D-R-A-G-R-I-O-S.com. That's D-R-A-G-R-I-O-S.com. And they can uh, take my quiz or they can just use the contact and reach out to me. I love to talk to people and uh, see where, uh, if we're a fit for each other. When they take the quiz, as you probably remember, on the results page, there is an opportunity to um, have a fit strategy session. The fit is freedom, influence, and transformation. And we sit down, it's free. And we, and you give me a couple of your, uh, uh, show me what's going on in your life. And then I can kind of show you what, how the antidote and the sabotage trade is affecting you. And then from there, see whether or not they want to work with me to really, whether or not I want to work with them too, <laughs> too, as well. You know, it's, it's a back and forth to you. You're like, oh, that's selfish of you. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's self-nourishing to me, right? Because if it's not self-nourishing to me, then it's not going to be self-nourishing to them. See the difference? Whatever happens to you happens to the other person. I, I just want to throw that in because I probably, you probably felt uncomfortable with that. But again, I'm not serving them properly if I don't think I can fully help them. Well, Dr. Agrios, I thoroughly love the discussion. I feel like I've been lying on a couch for most of it, which is fantastic, but it was very insightful. And we will put all your contact information up in the show notes as well. Thanks again for coming on. Great. Well, thank you so much. I had a blast. I really appreciate it. And I hope your audience I got at least got some couple couple of pearls that they can start utilizing in their uh, personal and, and professional life immediately. Absolutely. Thanks again. Thanks so much for listening in today. If you're interested in learning more about the show or how we can assist you through my leadership consulting company, then please visit my website at leadershipjamsession.com. 